Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy Ami. I'm a sports fan who always said, if I never played a sport professionally, then I want to talk about it. I'm born and raised in New York City. Played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and the early 80s, such as the legendary Home Cold Rucker Tournament, Melbank, Stone Gym, and Riverside Church. LaGuardia House and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy Ami, where my opinions, views, and facts will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. Welcome once again. I want to continue to thank everyone who has liked and subscribed to my podcast. And if this is the first time you're viewing it, please do the same. Now, as always, before I even get into today's topic, I got one hot topic for this show. And I'm talking about James Harden. Be honest. <laughs> to be honest, I really thought I was finished talking about James Harden as a hot topic. Listen, I mean, between more money... And, and lies, which seems to be the issue right now. I mean, Philadelphia 76ers fans can't get a break. Now, Joel, Joel Embiid, my dude, love his game. I'm just, just wondering, what is he thinking? I mean, what is his thoughts? I mean, it can't be a good thing. It can't be a good thing coming into this season, regardless if Harden is there or not, it, it, it can't be a good thing. He can't be coming into this season feeling great about it because of what's going down over the summer months with James Harden. Now, this dude, James Harden, I just don't know. I don't know about him. And you know what? <laughs> I'm not trying to figure him out. So I want to get into today's topic. So let's get started with today's topic. I'm talking about the Smart Ball Classic Super 8. Smart Ball Classic Super 8. Listen, the stage was set. The stage was set for the Super 8 round. It was on. It was popping. I enjoyed every game. <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, it was on fire. I mean, the first night, we talking about August 21st on a Monday night. <laughs> we talking about John Bound from Queens versus St. Raymond's from the Bronx. Listen, the first half of that game, they went at it. It was back and forth. I mean, the defense was relentless on both sides. I mean, listen, it's a one-game elimination, number one, number two. Everybody's trying to get into the big four. So you had, you had these two out the gate. The defense, I mean, it was you couldn't breathe if you had the ball in your hand. I mean, it was relentless. I mean, I'm smiling. I'm saying to myself, I said, damn, I said, dude, this is this is this is like a championship game. And it, and this we talking super eight. You know what I mean? We we still got another round to go. But the defense for both teams, I mean, the coaches, they really had they players fired up. I mean, the coaches were coaching. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, the game, the game was just, it, it just started off 
so great that, I mean, the crowd got into it right away. Now, it was at one point, John Bound, at one point, did go up by 10. They went up by 10. And I'm going to be honest, I thought by then it was going to be over. <laughs> I thought it was going to be over for St. Raymond's. But listen, before you knew it, it was a dogfight. I mean, it went down the stretch. You had, you had, I mean, the, between the good boy handling and the constant attacking of the rim, John Bound did pull it out 75-73. What a finish. I mean, I mean, what a finish. I mean, it was at one point when it went down to the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter. I said to myself, I said, I said, listen, this is anybody's ball game. I said, I said, I mean, I mean, it went down to the point where, you know, it could have either went either way. But again, final score, 75-73, John Bound, they move into the big four. What a finish once again. The second Super 8 game went down on Tuesday, August 22nd. You had St. Peter's boys from Staten Island versus Monroe from the Bronx. Now, in this game, did not start off well for St. Peter's, okay? And the main reason was it was the height difference from Monroe. I mean, they, they had trees in there. I mean, Peter's couldn't – the players, they couldn't – it was nothing easy. Everything was just frustrating for them. Every time they went to the basket, you already know what took place, okay? So it was, it was the trees that made the difference when the game began. But – Peters, St. Peters, they figured it out. Well coached. The penetration started happening. When that happened, then it was the dishing. The dishing for the easy layup started happening. When that started happening, that opened up the game. That opened up the game. So now it's on. Now you got a game. It's, it's a battle now. All right? They going back and forth. Right? I'm going to be honest with you. I thought St. Peter's was going to get blown out, but it was no signs of that. I mean, they, was, they were in there. Come second half, third quarter, they were in the game. Now, Monroe did go up by 10, right? And, and I said to myself, nah, this game got too much time left, and, 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 and St. Peter's going to be right back in it. Yes, they were right back in it, okay? Going down the stretch. Six minutes left in the game, right? St. Peter's is right there. They right there. They right there. It's anybody's ball game at this point. Anybody's ball game at this point. But the difference was Monroe hit that free throw down the stretch. They hit a free throw down the stretch with less than a minute left in the game. Then you know, that really like that free throw really sealed the deal because the defense at that moment of the game on both sides, it, it was just so difficult to score. That one free throw that Monroe hit made it the final score of 58-57. Listen, that was a goodie. I mean, that was a goodie. I mean, a goodie with capital letters. So I want to move on to the third game. The third Super 8 game was the following night. We're talking about a Wednesday night, August 23rd, on 135th Street and 5th Avenue in the heart of Harlem. 
We're talking about Benjamin Cardoza from Queens versus South Shore from Brooklyn. Now, this was a frustrating game for Cardoza and, 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 and for, for many reasons. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, from the start to the finish, it was just, it was just frustrating. I mean, they couldn't breathe. I mean, South Shore had it all. I mean, they had the height, the ball handlers, the nagging half-court press, and they had the scorers. It was just too much for Cadoza. I mean, they were just overwhelmed. I mean, it was at one point I said to myself, I said, damn. I mean, they may have to just call the game. Don't even let the game continue. It was getting that bad. It was to the point where, I mean, listen, it was to the point where South Shore was up 20. Right? And 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 but I'm gonna give Cadoza a lot of credit. They could have just, just threw in the towel third quarter and said, yo, game over. But well coach, you know, they had their little moments where they were looking like they wanted to make a move. But every time that happened, <laughs> South Shore had an answer and then some. I mean, the final score, what we talking? 73-49, South Shore. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it just pretty much sums up the game. It was just too much talent on that South Shore, South Shore team for Cadoza. So I want to move on to the last and final Super 8 game. That was on the same night. We talking about Thomas Jefferson from Brooklyn, versus Eagle Academy for young men from the Bronx. And as you can see, I'm smiling. I'm smiling because I knew when they both came on the court just to warm up, I said to myself, this is going to be the game. What's the old saying? Save the best for last? Listen, this Super 8 game was all that and then some. I'm talking about it was on fire. I'm talking from the beginning to the end. It was on fire. They came out scoring, both teams. I mean, they came out like Ali and Frazier. It was, I mean, the crowd was in it. I'm going to be honest. I don't know why the crowd was the way they were as soon as the game began. I don't know if it was a Brooklyn versus the Bronx thing. I just don't know. But the crowd was in it. It was to the point where it was just standing room only. People got out of their seats, out of their bleachers, to a point where they just ran on the court to the, to, the, to the out of bounds line. It was to the point where I had to tell several, can you please move? I got to capture this footage. I mean, people was amped. I said, oh, man, this is like a championship game here. I says, okay. It's going to be on. Well, it was on. It was on. I mean, you had the dunking, the mean ball handling skills, the block shots, many, and I'm talking about many and ones. I mean, Eagle Academy from the mid-second to the third. They started to coast by 10. Thomas Jefferson um, coaches, they, 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 I mean, they worked the referees, man. I mean, they worked them hard. I mean, the refs couldn't breathe. And I'm, I'm, I'm capturing all this on the side of Thomas Jefferson. So I'm hearing everything. The referees couldn't get a break. But that one timeout 
that Jefferson's coach called and got their troops. They got their troops back online. They went back out. That 10-point lead, that 10-point lead that Eagle Academy had started to disappear. I said, all right, it's on. And the fans saw it. The spectators saw it. I knew it. I think everybody who was there knew it. I knew Eagle Academy knew it because that Thomas Jefferson's defense, that half-court press they put on, oh, man, it was a lockdown. It was like Eagle Academy forgot how to dribble. It was (laughs) – things got tight. It was just tight to the point where tie ball game. No more 10-point lead. It was a tie ball game. Now, we talking five minutes left in the game. They went back and forth down the stretch. No one, I mean, and I mean no one had no three-point lead. It was back and forth, back and forth. Every point was hard to, to get. Now, <laughs> here we are with seconds left in the game, and this happens. It was crazy. Final score, 76-73. Eagle Academy. BX, baby. Listen, I personally had to get up. I just had to get up, go to that young man who hit the game winner, shake his hands. I went to his coach, shook his hands, telling him, well, coach game. Listen, I mean, it was on. It was on fire. I mean, I went to – I went. On my way home, I can't even talk. On my way home, I just smiled. That's what a game for a Wednesday night. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful ending for a Super 8 tournament round. I mean, it was sick. Listen, I can't wait for the Big Four to start. Now, I already know how that's going down. That's going to be fire. So listen, for now, I want to thank you for hanging out with me virtually in my basement. To my viewers and listeners, please continue to check me out on my YouTube and subscribe. Check me out on my streaming platforms, Apple and Spotify. 
Also, please remember to check out the Dewey Does Foundation that is fighting childhood obesity, which helps support youth sports, fitness, and health at DeweyDoes.com. Plus, check out the Evenflow Coffee Company, created to combine the interests of coffee lovers, fashion, and music. For more information or to make a purchase, visit EvenflowCoffee.com. As I always say, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in a pandemic or no pandemic. Until next time, take care.